0: hello Annie trenders and welcome back to the anime trending podcast today we are joined by james metty gracie and nick uh, how's everyone doing
1: i'm doing well i appreciate that like pause to make sure <laughs> we had everybody in the head count
2: hi i'm james <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> hi i guess we're, we're rapid firing it. hi i'm metty in that order
3: and i'm gracie hopping podcasts as always
2: <laughs> and i'm nick if you're
1: hopping pod, if if you're <laughs> hopping as always, does does that really mean you're hopping? Like, yeah.
4: Or are you just a consistent or mainstay? I guess
3: I'm juggling. In that case, maybe juggling is the right word. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. true. So, juggling is there a third
4: secret podcast? Because I've never heard of a juggler that juggles two podcasts. You do two in one hand. That's still technically <laughs> juggling. <right? laughs> two in one hand is juggling. Okay, that does count. Okay. Just, do, 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 I mean, do, I can't do, do, even do. juggle. Uh, much for much.
2: the listeners. Can you actually juggle? No, I'm saying you? I can't even juggle two objects. So I wouldn't, you know, oh, look down
1: on that. Uh, I can't either as well. <laughs> can anyone here juggle? Uh, I can. not Question of the day
2: to our no. viewers Can you juggle? Can I you, mean, juggle? listeners, can we <laughs> <don't> juggle?
0: <laughs> and now tell us as soon as possible on Twitter or on Discord. But, anyways, uh, before we get started into the full episode, uh, first, we do want to provide an update. Uh, We've decided to try uh, out a new format and a bit of a different recording schedule. Uh, Today's episode will be a little bit of a trial run where we will include dedicated recurring segments and hopefully more broader discussions into future anime trending podcasts. Um, Our recording schedule is currently aimed towards a every other week so that we can get things all up and running and smoothly, but you should expect um, hopefully... uh, a fresh new hour of so contents every 14 days. That is kind of our goal. It could get sped up. It could get slowed down. We're not sure yet. Um, James is currently our intern podcast editor. And while I think he's a great guy, editing isn't actually his specialty yet. <laughs> I'm Keyword an engineer yet. by training. I'm good with bridges. <laughs> <laughs> he can build a beautiful bridge for us uh, and name it, name, name it after us. Please name a bridge after us, James. I'll build you um, a memorial bridge, a DJ. don't worry. Because I was taught that
2: DJs build bridges. Yeah. Watch
0: D4, DJ. Um, Anyways, if you have any thoughts about the new format, uh, please let us know. Information about how to contact us will be read out at the end of the episode. Um, And with that in mind, we will get started with our first segment, the Anime Trending Chart Check. James, what's new with our charts?
1: Welcome to the Anime Trending Chart Check, where we check the charts that you choose to be champions. I promise to never (laughs) say that again. Uh, So this is, uh, we're going to go over the top 10 anime. This is for the week four of the winter 2021 anime season. So we'll just go over everything in their rankings and if they've moved or not. So up at first place, up two spots from last week is Attack on Titan final season. At 2nd place is Mushoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation. Uh, ReZero dropped 2 spots, down to 3rd place. Um, Horimiya has stayed at 4th place. Wonder Egg Priority is at 5th place for a second week. Dr. Stone, Stone Wars is up 3 spots and is now in 6th place. Bottom tier character Tomozaki is at 7th place. Kemono Jihen is at 8th place. The Promise Neverland season two dropped three spaces, so it kind of swapped places with Doctor Stone, and is now at ninth place. And then tenth place belongs to SK8 the Infinity, uh, holding I'm still at mad. Tenth
0: place. I'm still mad. It's called SK8, not SK8. Sk8 like <laughs> yeah, Japan. Yeah, they please. went out
1: all the effort to make a pun and <sighs> then refusing to actually follow through with pronunciation.
0: Well, it's hard to pronounce in. Japan. And one thing you'll learn along this podcast, we are fortunate to know a lot about licensing and localization. It could be skate in English. We just don't know. We just haven't asked anyone yet.
2: We'll wait um, till the dub also, comes like, out, I guess.
0: I don't think well, that's it's true. We'll about find much, out in the
2: dub. But the logo for the title, the eight is sideways, like infinity. That's why it's SK8, the infinity. infinity? You know? It's yeah. really
0: cute. Um, I can't wait. Uh, I actually tweeted this out for those who have not checked out SK8. We interviewed uh, Toshiro to the co-founder of bones and he's really awesome i cannot wait to talk to him whenever again about the show he worked on the character designs for Kikai sensen and cowboy bebop um just some of the fun stuff that we have but with that in mind um uh, some of the charts have made some developments for attack on titan they retake number one this week after ReZero dethroned them last week uh it's tough to not get into too many spoilers but some developments occurred uh, two weeks ago. So this is the weird thing with the charts. I think it's important to keep in mind when we're doing the chart updates, and I'll probably remind everyone. Our charts come out on Sunday morning, U.S. time, uh, Sunday evening for, I'm sorry, Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. Is it Sunday evening? Yes, yeah, Sunday evening for our Asia t- um, folks in Asia and Europe. So a Attachments comes out on Sunday. So there is a bit of that lag that occurs where both the previous episode and most recent episode does influence the viewers' viewership. So it is important to keep in mind that um, this ranking is probably based on episode 67, I believe, is the episode count. Yeah, which means check basically
1: that. if there's a wild episode of Attack on Titan, uh, the, the chart that comes out that same day is affected by the previous episodes. You've got to wait yes. like a whole
0: week for that to cycle mm-hmm. around. I was correct. Yeah, episode 67, because 68 just came out this past weekend at the time of this recording.
4: And even then, I would be shocked if it even dropped any (laughs) spaces for the rest of the season. I mean, I think every episode this season has been better and hurts more (laughs) than the previous episodes. So, like, episode 67 was the big one that I think people have heard about and arguably i would mm-hmm. say that episode 68 hurt me even more than episode 67 so really yeah it's okay. it's an aftermath sort of feeling where you have to kind of get your bearings straight after right processing what you watched there was a very similar episode from the first season after like a pretty well known um part where they had to like kind of take a, a breathing room after a crazy arc and like that episode like Kind of reinforces some of the pain you had just witnessed.
3: This is where the anime uh, production does a better job than the manga because I distinctly remember that chapter um, taking place after that tragic incident within Attack on Titan. And it felt slow. Because there weren't really any movements with the characters. So you don't really see how. Like the expressions even though they're drawn are a little flat. Because there's no movement to it. And then when you don't have the soundtrack alongside the voices alongside with it. It feels a little more muted than when you're actually seeing it animated. And so I think um, Attack on Titan really benefits in the fact that. This manga was almost like written to be made into a format that's that's why whether it's anime or live action but like a moving format essentially so
2: yeah so some stories really benefit from the the cliffhanger that comes from a weekly broadcast Hajime is why I need sensei. to start watching that's shows awesome. again <laughs> Catch yeah it. i mean
0: oh sorry iseyama sensei okay that's mm, me iseyama. Yeah. iseyama that's yeah as, as far
2: as this chart i i am not watching as many things as i told myself i would this season so on, on here, same. it's basically just Dr. Stone, which I'm really happy has climbed up because I, I, I'm enjoying season two. It's, um, I guess I need to give it time to, um, you know, bring into a rhythm, but, you know, no complaints. Most of the same stuff I like season one, though that kind of traded spots with Promised Neverland. With, with, with the more, Neverland, um, yeah. I think it's I just... interesting
1: how many things have traded yeah. spots. Like, six of these shows have stayed exactly the same from like last week and the only thing that happened is that first and third place swapped
0: and sixth and ninth place swapped that's the only mm-hmm. change that's a good point actually yeah staying the same is pretty rare in anime training charts usually it's pretty competitive but we are receiving record amount of votes mm-hmm. um i can't say these particular amounts due to uh, interestingly enough internet security for voting because there are people who unfortunately try to game the system so we do have measures in place but it is pretty rare for it to stay the same, but in but as we deep dive some of the data probably sometime later this season, it's actually quite intense. Um, it's just on the surface it seems the same, but in reality there are a lot of votes coming in for a lot of the different animes as well too. Um, similar to like uh, Mushoku Tensei, that one was doing okay originally, but now it's holding strong at second. Um, what is uncommon is having these animes stay the same again next week which i don't expect it to happen but that's just also showing that the shows that we have this season are really competitive because we have both a lot of sequels and also a lot of really great originals too um you want yeah. me zero you got rezero you enjoyed dr stone science you got dr stone you want some comfy slice of life you got horror me. you want some crazy trying egg you do want an egg in this trying time <laughs> you got Wonder Egg Pirate. I wasn't trying <laughs> to get at it. <laughs> it out. I was trying to. Okay, I was trying to do uh, Would You yeah, Want an yeah. Egg in his trying time. I, I love. It's an Always Sunny <laughs> stuck with me. Our that's from. Anime. That's from. Always Sunny. Sunday. Sunday. Always Sunny. Always Sunday. Philadelphia. A month of Sundays <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> so it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Is that
1: the. That's. Uh, Never mind. I've already forgotten it, Danny DeVito <laughs> is the one you're thinking yeah, Daniel, of. Sure you. one is the one Danny DeVito, the egg, yes. Right? Danny DeVito offers Correct. the
0: eggs. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one. I believe Very so. Very good. But in Listen to Bluebird, a character offered an egg in his trying time. I need to go find a screenshot later. Um, oh, I'll that. find That's it. They make guys, they're terribly out of date names in multiple it's anime funny before. That is true. There have been a lot of eggs. Just like egg. Um, That's an anime. Mm-hmm. Eggs are good. There Angel was actually egg.
4: an interesting like this is like the one thing I'm gonna say about Wonder Egg. <laughs> there actually is a connection between Egg oh Anime, and the the direct, I think it was the director who had previously worked on. It. I have to like verify the facts, but there is staff that had worked on both Egg and then used part of it to write Wonder you're, Egg. And you're uncovering a conspiracy. It's just, this crazy... it's just
2: way you know deeper than you realize, Nick. You got to back off now.
4: Yeah, I'll get my whiteboard start so scribbling on the walls and just like show all the connections. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. is it angel's egg or is that no difference? not angel's No, egg. angel's
4: egg is the really f- famous one by mamoru oshi um uh-huh. that one's i think from the 80s it's like one of those it weird is. trippy ones that you kind of want to watch one time and you're like wow this is crazy and then forget everything that had happened or it's you watch deep- it
1: and go i'm deeply
4: unsettled by this and i <laughs> never watch it again <laughs> exactly really. what was the other anime you said egg, egg. the anime yeah, I gotta kind of pull up the actual name. I think it's Egg. Like, let me find it. Huh.
0: Unfortunately, Google's not helping because everyone's literally Googling Egg Anime 2021 yeah. <laughs> because they're forgetting the name.
2: Well, it is uh, so trending, it's hilarious. as we know. Wonder Egg is up to. Uh-huh. I already well, forgot. It's in our top 10 number five it's been stuck at five i've been hoping Mm -hmm. it would
3: climb up but it's got quite a wall to climb in comparison to the sheer like fandoms that the that the ones above it has so
1: yeah that's what you kind of if you if you look at what's above it you've got uh, a beloved manga series more of an extraordinarily popular anime one of the most popular web and light novel isekai series. And then another. Yeah, so it's just I, I know it's
3: going to be hard, but it I, I do hope at one point in time it can snatch the number one spot just because it it's already like has a special spot in my heart for what it's done so far. But we're not here to talk about Wonder Egg. We are here to talk about another particular anime and its circumstances, I believe. Uh-
4: <laughs> mm hmm. Okay, I'm an idiot. I gotta correct the record. It's Shugokara is the show. I, what? <laughs> no, it is, How did it you get you an, know, egg is, I, I an egg from that? She's holding an egg in the photo. When
3: I was a teenager, I was I was I was thirsting over the cat boy, so forgive me. Um.
0: <laughs> thirsting, okay. Okay. <laughs> but where does
3: the egg come from? <laughs> so the eggs... Apparently she yeah, yeah. hatches so things from eggs. Essentially the eggs like represent parts of yourself, like your personality, and when it hatches it means like you embrace a part of yourself and you learn more about yourself and you get a little mini chibi you who gives you like extra powers to do stuff and stuff like that
2: oh that's that's
1: cute that's fun oh I can't wait for that one one of them is going to be extraordinary <laughs> I was going to say it's like you, you've unlocked a new mental illness <laughs> <laughs>
3: Gosh, or guys. coping
1: mechanism or I don't know it's the, the, Zel- the legend of Zelda like yeah. pick up noise Congratulations, you found Crippling Depression.
0: Oh my god. Um. So. Sorry, I, I'm I'm checking this anime out. I don't see direct comparisons yet, but we will definitely check back on that sh- uh, show soon. So don't worry, listeners, we will be talking about Wonder that, that Egg Priority. There we go. The, uh, my, the entire, segment. <laughs> my entire team has been giving me crap because I've been saying oh, yeah. it incorrectly. He calls it Wandering yeah. Egg. They're going to listen to you pause to yes yeah they're gonna hear you
1: pause to enunciate to make sure you're getting the words right not have the glorious (laughs) backstory and context of you calling it wander egg come back next
0: week for the (sighs) egg watch
2: which always follows our chart check we just didn't announce it no i thought you said egg wash like the the cooking Uh.
1: term i was very excited yeah that was a joke at least i think it was yes but
2: we might talk about eggs a lot so who can say don't worry, I might require
0: you all to bring an egg in that podcast, but that is not what we're here to talk about. As has mentioned, we are here to talk about The Promised Neverland, Season 2, uh, one of our favorite shows, I mean, also one of my personal favorite shows from Season 1. Um, I loved it. When it first came out, I knew it would be exciting, but I didn't expect it to do so, so well. Um, the show was nominated for a ton of awards last year for us on the Anime Turning Awards with the soundtrack winning uh, Best Soundtrack of 2020. And Kobata-san uh, has been awesome. Say, He's the composer. Right. The war happened in 2020, but the anime's okay. Got eight, it. So.
2: Got it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. The you said best soundtrack of 2020, 2020, I know.
0: 2020 <laughs> anime. <laughs> Sorry, best soundtrack of mm. the awards in 2020. But yeah, it's technically of the 2019 season. That is correct. Um, it can be confusing. We do. Uh, it is similar to the um, how the, a lot of the awards, like the Academy Awards, one, I think even Game Awards did call it the 2020 awards. Uh, when it... No, 2020 awards mm. or whatever. But anyways, besides the point, um the problems I are in Season 2, we we've definitely have seen a very fascinating direction that we've seen with this show. um For manga readers, it's definitely taken a different turn, especially with our last episode that aired, I believe, Episode 5. Correct me if I'm wrong, manga readers, yeah, uh, Anime episode Watchers. Five. I've only seen Season 1. Okay, perfect. I've only seen Season 1, but I am kind of aware of what happens in Season 2, so I'm a little bit behind. But... Everyone here has a different range of status. Some of them have read it. Some of them are familiar with the manga material. And some of them are just watching the uh, anime. And I believe Nick and Mehdi are the anime watchers only. And James has read the manga. While Gracie is familiar with some of the materials. But yeah, it dropped three seasons. Which is... Sorry, was... Oh, you did watch too. Thank you. Both. Um, But yeah, it dropped three positions. Which is actually quite substantial in anime trending charts. Usually. Animes drop one or two ranks. Anything beyond three is quite a lot, especially in the top ten. And I mean, it's enough to yeah, almost call I, it a I'm fall from on... grace. To be uh, perfectly honest,
3: it did kind I mean, a of in bit, a lot of yes. people's eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So let's get into that because I, as much as like, ooh, I read the manga and I watched mo- season one. I didn't actually hop on board for season two. Uh, so I'm. You'll have to explain to me why. Why are people unhappy? Solve unhappiness for me, Gracie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
3: gosh. Okay. Way to put me on the spot. So, um, I think it comes as no surprise. I'm sure you've seen it on social media, but essentially, uh, the anime has decided to take a route separate from the manga itself, and they skipped two very important things. One is they skipped introducing Yugo from the manga, which I know is a really really beloved character uh do you not remember him james <laughs>
1: uh i'm very bad with names if you okay, gave me he's, like he's either he's what the they look like or what he they did he escaped
3: from a farm a long oh time. yeah okay
1: is this the yes, uh, obligatory spoiler uh, warning <laughs> retro yeah spoiler but... warning <laughs> for the uh, manga because
3: once again we 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 don't know where the anime is going anymore so <laughs>
1: um it's Goldie Pond, right? Yeah,
3: so basically okay, the, there's yeah, yeah. Goldie Pond arc that got... So first of all, they skipped Yugo, which made people really, really upset because Yugo uh, has a huge fan base within the uh, Promised, Neverland, uh, Promised Neverland fandom, especially amongst manga readers. I'm not really surprised because he's... A unique character in that he also escaped the farm, but he literally survived to adulthood while these main characters are essentially still kids. So he brings in another angle that, you know, people haven't really seen yet. And then, um, and from my understanding, he gets an incredible, like, an, an incredible arc around, like, his story and how he became who he is and how, like, he lost his family and stuff like that. And so people were really upset that he got skipped. And then, after that, after that, the Goldie Pond arc was skipped and the and people were really upset about that as well because uh, Yugo's point in the manga was essentially to teach the kids new survival skills, like past what Musica and Sonju had already taught them, like actually teach them how to fight back and stuff like that. And so, and Goldie Pond was seeing all that training and learning come to fruit and they skipped that arc as well. And so, Yeah, manga readers are very unhappy right now with how the anime has decided to skip what they think is probably, like, the two best things outside of the first arc of the series.
1: I like that bit. I like those characters. I thought that that's important. It's explaining how the characters get good later on. Yes,
3: yes, yes. That's exactly the issue. And... Um, and I'm, I'm more detached on it because I, um, you know, I didn't read the manga. I, I know what happens because of a weekly ritual I have with another one of our anime trending girls. (laughs) And so, um, but I can understand why people are really upset. But the thing that I do want to point out is, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm repeating words that was told to me essentially, but and James you could also you read the manga so you could disagree with me but i think the anime and the manga ended not quite how a lot of people wanted it to end and so um
1: it felt pretty the, mm-hmm. the ending was pretty abrupt it felt yeah like to be perfectly honest yeah
3: like i heard it was um i heard it was very lackluster for sure and the thing is and especially the later arcs as well i heard kind of like felt rushed or just compressed together essentially without much exploration and so from uh, and so based on what uh, Agnes uh, said is she said that because Goldie Pond arc and Yugo sort of sets up the later arcs that the anime supposedly wants to avoid she thinks that's why they got either skirted or pushed back per se but um it's, it's an interesting situation to say the least because it's like it, it's because it's like these two arcs are very well beloved but then the majority consensus of the manga ending itself is very meh so
0: full disclosure too just to want to make sure people we are going to talk a little bit of spoilers <laughs> so we just I went through the entire the entire it. synopsis <laughs> of the series. i know okay well at the same time it's like two story that's arcs that's true i think it's it's not that it, spoiler. It sounds like, really. Here's yeah. the funny
1: part: if you hadn't, if you haven't read the manga, is we it really a spoiler? Because the Go nuts and read
2: it.
4: As an anime only, I'm kind of shocked that there were two skipped arcs. Because before this podcast, I thought there was just one main arc they <laughs> oh. skipped, and the fact that it's like the the training arc kind of shocks me a little bit because part of my. Not all of my complaints, but part of my complaints about this particular season was that I honestly expected some dead kids at this <laughs> point, and like they haven't really shown anything. They've just shown that these kids are kind of invincible at every you, like I hate
3: to tell thing you this they
4: throw because, at it. Uh,
3: Agnes had the same complaint with the manga as well, so. Um, once again, the anime is going a different route, so I feel safer in saying this. These, these things, like this, these are manga spoilers. They're no longer anime spoilers. None of mm-hmm. the kids die really in the manga either, according to Agnes. And so it's like, so even even if they had followed the manga, like, uh, you know, arc by arc, you wouldn't have gotten like what you were looking for essentially
4: <laughs> you want you look I don't know, expect I, yeah because like it's not like always like it's not like i have to expect 100 percent realism because they are in like this dire situation but i think from episode five i, I just watched it today where they bring the two really annoying kids that always cause trouble <laughs> with them to the kids. demon marketplace where they immediately cause trouble and blow I, their cover. And I'm like, why would they have let them there? They they've been with them for an entire I, year to know that these kids are just not responsible complaint enough I, of that episode to stay was calm. When, uh, was when Ray and Emma were like,
2: Naruto running on the roof. And I was yeah.
1: Like, and I was like, why? Like, like, I'm sorry,
3: but I that just really takes me out of it, especially because it doesn't help that Ray's hairstyle looks like Sasuke. And so I'm like, "Well, great," yeah. like Sasuke's
0: ninja. It looks like
3: comes Neverland. And so, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I also, I the Naruto run cracked me up and like took me out of it. But can I just say because Nick touched on it, like, forget all the serious talk about the story or deviations or all that, it's just whenever those two kids, the blonde one and...
3: The dark-haired I'm really bad at
2: remembering their (laughs) names. Yeah. (laughs) You know the kids. Whenever they're on screen and doing anything, I'm just uneasy. I'm, like, they're going to mess something up and draw attention in the group. I'm, like... Even if they're just out, like, hunting an animal, it's, like... In that sense, I think the anime's still good at, like, building the air of tension, which it was really good at in the first season. But I'm like, right. Like I will mm-hmm. say that it's one of the good things. Now I am delving into a serious point that has kept up in season two is like, even if they're not at the farm and like trying to outwit Isabella just by being out in, you know, the scary nature. I'm just like, I'm on edge. I'm like, something's out there. Something's going to get them. Something's going to hear them. Ooh. And, and that, that, that's worked pretty well. But with that in mind, like The second time was really the straw when they're like, alright, we'll bring the two loud, like, troublemaker kids with us. I'm like, why? Please don't. At the same time, you have to remember these are yeah, kids,
3: too. They're but they're not, literally they're not,
2: supposed to be super yeah, kids, genius kids. But like, they are
3: only 12 or 13.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but right. they, Here's the thing. They are they're 12 geni- or 13 year olds that successfully escaped the farm. So they're supposed to be Pretty dang smart and, you know, strategic too.
0: But you have to go back to Emma's thing from season one, too.
2: Oh, everyone. percent She wants like, to save everyone, everybody. You, I, okay, like,
3: but you can't deny the two kids were resourceful when before they caused problems because, you know, it was like the two yeah, kids yeah. knew how to hunt that particular, like, fish like creature, and so Well they
2: did, yeah. It's it's just the the market excursion, it's like, ooh, that's – and obviously this is literally how they progress the plot. I'm not going to call it bad writing because it's not. <laughs> it's just me actually being invested and seeing the characters think a certain way to do something. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> you know, like you're watching a horror movie. Don't go in there. I guess I
4: can commend it for that. I, I'm gonna disagree and call it weak writing for a <laughs> okay. different reason. Um, the first Please, one, so okay, so remember from season one, I think the biggest. Manga complaint I had heard, where people who had read the manga were like, "Why don't they explain yes. everybody's mm-hmm. inner thoughts at yep. every single yep. moment?" Uh, like, yeah, which culminated yeah. in some scenes in the anime, like when Norman's like doing his like death walk, and you could feel his emotion. In the thing, and people were complaining that they didn't just like have a manga was yeah, no, no sense agree. to I me remember that
3: too, because people were like, "You didn't get to hear how scared he was," and I was like, "I don't know. He looks pretty terrified yeah, to me." To like,
2: yeah.
4: yeah, and like, and now in season two. They're just, like, explaining their thought process, like, every five seconds. Mm -hmm. that I'm like, come on, just let me breathe a little bit with this. Because it's like, Emma and Ray, every time they talk, they're like, yeah, our plan is great. We're going to go back to the farm. We're going to save Phil. We're going to draw the rest of the owl. And then we're going to save all the children. Like, that's what they say every time for their main plot. And, like, there's just no way any of that could be feasible, like, as, as if you were, like, is concerned i'm like there's there's no way it's going to be smooth like that and i don't know why they're so hung up on some of that stuff and like the show is kind of making it seem like they're going to do that they are Mm -hmm. going to draw the rest of the owls somehow and escape with everything I, i
1: it seems like they're set up for success and the only thing that really builds tension is them getting set up for failure
4: Yeah, but they don't get failure, because, like, they're just like, oh, we just got out, like, from armed guards, or, like... This is the classic complaint... So, in short, you want more dead This is the
2: classic complaint of, like, plot armor protagonist, who can just, you know, has no consequences for doing anything and everything, and not, like, you're not believing or earning the
3: success. (laughs) The <laughs> I mean, to that is dead once kids. again, you weren't going, well, <laughs> you weren't going you to get it one? in the manga regardless. So, if anything, like, maybe the anime won't give you more of it because, yeah,
2: so... <laughs> I mean, now that we spell it out like this, this really is clearly, like, at this point in Season 2, the difference between it and Season 1 is just, where are them... Not them messing up, but, like, where are the consequences? Because there's some scary bits where unfortunate things happen, but there's no consequences. They get out of it, and more often than not, they get bailed out by some other person or entity. Yeah, the de-
3: de- the uh, machina but, machine sort of thing. I, I, yeah, yeah,
2: whether it was Sonju and um, Riz- Mishka, Marushka? Mishka. Huh? Thank you. Like, more on them later, but it was them. And that, then they got in the hideout <laughs> and they got found in the hideout and ran away. And okay, that was cool. And the little kid was like, we play down here. We know the way out. Hey, that's smart. You're outsmarting the human soldiers who are humans, not demons. So it's like believable.
3: But then this giant
2: monster out of the woods, out of nowhere, <laughs> saves them. And now in the town, they get saved by, well... You know, somebody who wasn't supposed to show up this early, according to manga readers. So, that's something. Yeah. In short, we need more dead I think it's they just... don't we need, need to kids. die, I just the want story. their legs or ears to be broken again.
3: It's, I think it's less that, but we are that's starting true. to feel a loss of uh, risk, essentially, because... Stakes. Um, the, yeah. Because, like I said, they <laughs> do keep getting bailed out. It's like something just comes out of nowhere. Like, I think even if they didn't, get, even if they survive, but it's, like, through a lot of, like, intense uh, moments where, like, you don't really know what's going to happen. And they yeah. somehow finally find a way to outsmart or outmaneuver, like, these antagonists. It feels more well-earned, even if nobody died or nobody got lost, versus, like, yeah. a giant monster, a giant demon, mindless demon, comes out of the forest and manages to conveniently give them a way out sort of thing.
2: Yeah. Th- th- this is going to be, like, the strangest comparison and probably not a great example, but I'm thinking, like, can it work to have an overpowered protagonist who kind of wins everything, but at least makes it seem like there was, like thinking or strategy or choice involved in that and the one that jumped to my head was actually JoJo's which is kind of silly cuz JoJo's has a lot of mm-hmm. uh you know pulls out of places <laughs> but
1: yeah a lot of bizarre like okay fine that's a yeah, cop out but yeah but way for the most win, part sure. it's
2: like oh this character like at least in universe like decided something or like outsmarted or you know, it's not like a random entity came from outside, usually, and <laughs> killed the bad guy for them. It's just like, I thought of a new approach or something. And, like,
3: that's not yeah. happening.
2: I thought
1: of a new
3: way to kill you. Coincidence and, land, and luck succeed. can only go so far. And it seems like the anime yeah. has kind of milked it too much, is essentially what it is. But then...
2: Yeah, and, and I don't know how much... But uh, I, actually, That's a good question, because I, I know the the thing in the town was new to the anime, that big old monster bailing them out was that anime original?
3: Oh, I gonna mean, you know? I actually don't know, James. Do you remember that?
2: It, it sounds like I don't remember. That is one of the, the key anime either, so. splitting points or deviations from the manga story. I don't, I don't know. Big
1: old monkey monster? Is it a monkey? <laughs> I want to see no, a No, it's not.
3: It's not. But no. I, I actually, <laughs> I don't know the answer to that Sadly, question at no. all. I just know like. I just know ultimately how they got smoked out of the out of the safe house was very very different. So I'm guessing that's mm. not related to the manga in that in that case. Yeah. Um, but it's so. Agnes is... Agnes isn't here, so I'm speaking for her. Hopefully she doesn't mind. Um, So (laughs) Agnes and I talked about, like, the fact that the anime was going original. She was actually pretty excited because she said that the manga didn't really give them time to explore the world, and the world is actually really complex. And so... Um, and once again, Sonju and Mujika are the, t- the two characters who showed up so briefly so far in the anime series, did exactly the same in the manga. They showed up super briefly, and then they were gone, but then they became super-duper relevant at the very, very end. And so um, and so Agnes thought that, you know, them going an original content, she thought this would be a good time for them to explore the world more. You know, like, she was like, okay, maybe they don't meet Yugo because they need to learn these things by themselves and by learning these things by themselves they see the world more and then Sonju and Mujika get more of a role as well because they just sort of come back from out of nowhere again that like didn't really give a lot of setup and stuff like that and so she was she was genuinely like having a positive outlook and so um but the fact that the anime has chosen to just skip a full year and sort of like push forward the reintroduction of another character now has her worried and it sounds more like it's just barreling through like to the end and on like a faster route uh, rather than like maybe expanding on what the manga was sort of missing on essentially so it's like even even manga readers who like were open to the idea of original stuff are starting to feel a little, like, tired because it's like, oh, I I guess we're not getting the stuff that we thought would make the story better, essentially.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because...
0: I wonder as well, too, because this is definitely a substantial deviation from season one. Um, We had the opportunity actually to interview some of the staff, including the director and the producers, And one of the things they mentioned um, for Season 1 was staying as true as possible to the manga. So I find it really fascinating for them to take this approach. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, reasons as well as potential directions they want to take. The manga has ended. So there is that potential reason why, um, why they've decided to do this original take. Because you've already finished the manga. Go read it there's maybe now a reason to watch the anime. There could be a lot of reasons we don't know, so I'm really curious how far they plan to take this originality take, too, because one of the joys of The Promised Everland is the suspense and the risk, but then if you lose out on that, it's tough to rewrite that, if that made sense, because they've gotten used to already adapting it and having the story do it for you. Now they have to do all the hard work in this original yeah, there, anime. There's a
2: lot of things to to draw from that. I mean, first of all, I think it does make sense that it's like, oh, we have our own original story, and so we don't have to worry about, you know, people already knowing and not being excited because of the manga source material. But what's funny to me is normally, Mm -hmm. or like traditionally, anime that have a different ending and deviate from the manga entirely, that often happens because the manga's not finished yet. I mean... The, the classic examples, of right, Metal Alchemist. Yeah. They had the original series, and they're like, we're not going to finish the manga, so you go do your own thing. And they did, and it was solid. Then after the manga was done, they're like, hey guys, we're going to make the real Full Metal Alchemist an anime. Which was actually like better, but anyway,
3: take it away from me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's
2: <laughs> no, no debate here. Um, but you brought up an interesting point there about... So, so season one... For for my money, or from what I've heard, I should say, because I didn't read the manga, it, it kind of had different. It played to different strengths due to the medium mm-hmm. than yeah. the manga, and so there was mm-hmm. much more yeah. suspense and tension, and like in a way thrills. Whereas the manga, I think, had much more of the the monologues and explaining everything the, puzzle solving the, there's the a manga good positive was way more to put it of
3: like a Sherlock Holmes versus Moriarty situation yeah. and so it's like brain games and, and manipulation and stuff like yeah. that but it's all out in the open where you can see like the yeah.
2: strategy but like in in either medium the the arc after Gracefield it's it's going to be a huge tonal shift and it's going to be mm-hmm. suddenly survival action adventure but you may have touched on something there by with the anime kind of doing its own story, it may be able to be more consistent about sticking to the tone that worked well for it in season one. And and there's a lot of things that are different. Right. And to be honest, kind of worse than season one so far. But one thing I did tell a friend in passing recently I'm reminded of is that like, manga readers kind of led me to have lower expectations for season two, which is ironic that didn't turn out to be like the manga. <laughs> but despite that, and like not kind of enjoying it as much as season one it's still kind of scratching that itch for me of like the thrill ride and the suspense and like good cliffhangers every week and that's you know i, I that is kind of a better way of looking at it
4: yeah there are a few areas I would say like i i wish they had spent more time on like I don't know how much how much time do they actually spend in the bunker in the manga because like It seemed like they were building up that area as, like, kind of a safe place for, like, at least two episodes until it goes bad. But then they kind of, like, tossed aside that setting so fast that it almost was like a walking in. I'm like, all right, are they just going to go find a new safe area, have that get um, unsafe, and then just keep going for, like, the rest of the show? Like, I just didn't know where it was going to go from there. I... Does, does I, know what manga is? I, I feel really bad. <laughs> I'm like I'm waiting like, for oh, James. Yes, James <laughs> has
1: read the manga, and I'm like I haven't I'm like, yeah, I read the manga. It's been like a year.
4: I'm, I'm not up to while. date. It's been a while. So, okay, I'm gonna go it, back to my notes. Then. So from my notes, this is what I, I I think my favorite quote I read from some of the online discussions. This is from Reddit. <laughs> I'm stealing it, but um. Whoever quoted, I, I have to go back and credit you eventually, but... Eventually! Someone called, eventually. Well, because once once someone says it, then it spreads everywhere, and you don't know who actually originated this, but That's true. they yeah, said yeah. season two is the prison break of anime, and by that means there's a TV show called Prison Break about guys that have to escape from prison, and then the end of season one, they escape from prison, and then season two starts, and it's still called Prison Break, and so they just doesn't know where to go from there once they've done the first mm. big thing, until it devolves I, into season three or four. I don't remember how many shows it was. They eventually have to break back into prison. Is the <laughs> main? <guess.
1: laughs> <laughs> I, I I, you can't tell, even though we've got like video on. But like in my head, I'm sweating a lot because if I remember correctly, that's actually a thing they have
2: to do. Well, they've been. They've been <laughs> Are you serious? Every <laughs> episode in season two, they literally said we still have to go back and save the other kids from the farm. Hey, by the way, we yeah. got to go back and save Phil and the others.
3: And ironically, or maybe, or maybe it works in your case, Nick, but, or it works with what you're saying, Nick, but the that arc of going back, <laughs> breaking back into the prison per se was one that people enjoyed huh. out of some of the arcs that they didn't got You got to <laughs> break
4: in to break out. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot what the whole point of Prison Break re- was. I know the moral of the story was that society was the prison. <laughs> that was, I like, unironically one of the discourse. So maybe that's the same for Promise Neverland. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's just better off just not living in this world. <laughs> just, it, the more, more I look hard. for it,
4: the more parallels there are. So and I'm, I'm loving that. It doesn't, it doesn't reflect very great <laughs> well on, on yeah. the Promise Neverland, but it's fun. So. <laughs>
0: that's hilarious i did Uh, not know that happened in prison break i've heard of the tv series but god that is hilarious um yeah we need to go find who this redditor is and i can put in a description to the podcast i was gonna try to google it and that's spot on my
2: laptop was like if you're gonna google one thing then discord's just not gonna cooperate so i gave up that's truly unfortunate
3: Uh, well, I do want to say that uh, from the mangaka gave a... The mangaka is actually overseeing huh. this. Changes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've also said that they actually weren't very pleased with how they ended the manga. And so they were sort of hoping to, like, use the Literal anime Literal
4: interesting. Sort
2: of thing. I did not know that it was still the mangaka. Yeah, so... Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, the manga had so so now like some people have still have like a little more faith to be like, okay, something like something's gonna something's happening. Like, something's gonna happen. Like something's going to happen. But it's just, yeah. It's. I think. I think you guys have already hit it on. Uh, you know, I have already like hit it on the head about this. But it's just like you know, it's the it's the feeling of the lack of risk has it has sort of permeated throughout the series, especially with how they cat getting bailed out um, from seemingly, like, coincidental slash lucky sort of things. So it doesn't feel as deserved when all the kids make it out and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, it's, I'm not, like, it's sad that it's falling. And while I still enjoy it, um, it's definitely lost a lot of the charm of the first season because it sort of lost that uh, suspense that it's had. So, I mean, we'll see how how it tries to, like, turn itself around. I'm assuming it's still trying to turn Mm -hmm. itself around, so...
4: One question I have with this, because this is, like, a question that's been on my mind to manga readers specifically, Mm -hmm. because I've heard the discourse (laughs) that people didn't like how the manga goes, like, overall direction. So, like, do you think that, like people are trying to have their cake and eat it too because they're like we want something different from the show and then they're like okay we'll try to do something different (laughs) and then the manga readers fire back after watching no not like that not not (laughs) yet (laughs) (laughs) not not this i like this no
3: (laughs) yeah no 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 that's exactly what it is because it's like because um because the two arcs that they skipped were the ones that that consensus wise all said (laughs) were really solid so everyone's like no not those and so um I almost feel like it's the arcs afterwards that if they skipped it they would have been like okay yeah that's cool that's fine but it's specifically these two arcs and they're like no like why did you why did you have to skip it like sort of thing so we want to We
0: also put a lot of ashes too and um I should preface this at the beginning Late, of the we're podcast, already at this part when we sing. In general, <laughs> too late. But, we're not at the beginning anymore. <laughs> I know we're not there anymore, but in general, I think it's important because not all manga readers have the same feeling. This is kind of a we what we kind of yeah, see well, in terms of the digital sphere, and that's what I'm curious about. That I don't think we'll have to answer to is what Japanese readers' thought. yeah that's thoughts true. are because. They definitely share. Oh, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, no idea. That's one thing I'm curious Because
0: we're at least <laughs> able to see, at least, the American side. Because A, at the time when the manga came out, it was released every week on Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. And digitally, too, on Shonen Jump. Um, Viz Media very active on Twitter. People use the hashtag to talk about spoilers, including Attack on Titan. So we get to see a lot of that discussion here. That's what I'm curious about in the Japanese mm-hmm. side. Because I know there are definitely... The best example that come to mind is uh, JoJo's. Like... Here in the West, we have different preference for what we like oh, right. in the parts of JoJo's, or which parts. And in the East, in Japan, they have a completely different take in terms of what they enjoy. So it creates this weird, like, two dual thoughts. And I know the Promise Neverland. I mean, they went to America. They visited Anime Expo. They visited Anime NYC. Both full house for the Promise Neverland. And what Anime NYC? Man, remember anime conventions? I'm not sure about Anime NYC. I don't. <laughs> thank you
3: so so long ago yeah. actually i don't
0: think they were at anime nyc sorry i took that back i think that's a different group um but they went to anime expo and you get to experience to see what international fans liked as well too so i'm not sure how much they got in terms of what manga readers had uh, anticipated because i believe season two was confirmed when they visited anime expo um in 2019 so that's something i'm curious to dive into in the future
1: so I've got a question because we've been talking like a hundred percent about story and deviations. Do you think that's the only reason why it's dropped? Has the animation and the soundtrack and every like all the like other parts of those all been fine? And it's just the story that we're concerned it about.
4: Feels like it. It really. A story yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry for yeah. But, but like it feels like it's a story issue because like I don't know if I felt like there was any critical like animation yeah. issues. I'm not really sure about the soundtrack because I don't really like. Listen to the soundtrack religiously Casual. right now on that. Um, <laughs> depends on the show, you know. Like if it's like Devilman, available that, all day. It's no, not just while you're
2: yet, watching. So. You know, got it. You got to immerse mm. yourself.
0: Uh, you're not like many and I who are yeah, like, yeah. ah, yes, the soundtrack is by Tatsuya Katō. It's the epic theme. I need to. fucking hear the I'm, theme I'm when watching the whole anime
2: album comes. and you know there's movement in front of my <laughs> eyes, but I'm like dissociating and just like only processing with my ears. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I don't use headphones. I'm on. I'm watching on, my that. Teams, honestly, so makes a don't difference. Have Not gonna lie, television. <laughs> yeah, I, I know yeah. it's like the set <laughs> seven point one surround sound yeah. anime OST. You could like feel the arrows rush well, by your ear. You know, you know it it's goes. funny
2: because like <laughs> there's this whole debate. You know, some people are like. What I watch my anime with my huge monitor and speakers or whatever. And then some people are like, I'm on my iPhone with headphones, which often has been me and is me to this day. But I honestly think even if it's a small screen, if you're actually wearing headphones, you're going to be a lot more attentive to sound design than with TV mm-hmm. speakers. Like sure, you could have really cool, big, loud surround sound speakers. that might be different, but the average speaker that's not in have your you- ear I think it can be, you know, you're going to be a little less tuned in.
3: I, I will attest to that because, um, not to do with Promised Neverland, but in ReZero, there was one part where the uh, where one of the witches, Ooh. like, whisper in oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ear in Subaru's ear. You would not, ASMR you would not have experienced that in my on the anime? TV, But when it was, but yeah, but when it was, like, I'm, because I'm wearing earphones. I'm not even wearing, like, headphones where it surrounds my ears. Like, just having the earphones with her voice suddenly, like... <laughs> whispers and i feel it into <laughs> my well, ears i was like so it's oh, great. Yes! I, I remember
1: that too because i listened with uh because uh b- back when i had a uh, job uh i would listen would watch shows during my lunch break and i remember that scene because i was I, like was, like physically in my chair just like whoa mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah no yeah I, I legitimately
3: was just like ah, oh, get away get away <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyway, it does. Like I do think it makes a difference, and uh, I really think it is just a story because I, um, because the animation hasn't really gone down, and the the soundtrack is still really amazing. And in fact, I think uh, Emma's voice actress has been doing been a better great. job this season than prior season. And so, um, and so it's just like it. It's just it, there's nothing they can do about it if the story is shaky. They can have all these like check marks and all what makes a good anime but if the plot isn't there it's just not going to go i
2: remembered one thing i do want to ask about actually because this is where i'm like confessing to my crimes and saying i have been watching most of this season on my phone and is it me or is the lighting in like most of the scenes in this show like super dim like really dark and like hard to see anything
4: I think it's not just you because I didn't know if that was just me watching it at noon on my TV. That's because I actually had to turn off backlights. So so, so you're watching it at noon when it's like weird.
2: I've had the opposite sometimes where it'll be like dark. It'll be late at night and I'm like, let's lay in bed and like watch some anime before bed, like that kind of situation. And I'm like, is it too dark? Is that why I can't see? But no, it's just
4: okay so so maybe maybe there is a, having... a lighting yeah which issue. is it's a cool
2: choice because it builds like the creepiness and suspense factor when they're out in the woods or in their hideout and I'm like I can't see two feet mm-hmm. in front of me and clearly the characters can't either so that's kind of cool for the one
0: who had to make the charts every mm-hmm. week and pull images um at least on the official. Twitter account for The Promised Everland. It definitely did look darker. I did struggle a bit trying to find yeah. good images bright that were to see. released by the Japanese Twitter. Yeah, uh, honestly, it was actually a struggle um, last week, yeah. mm-hmm. actually, because there were not many bright images, unless they were in the the hideout, uh, then they were like, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. that's bright, that's fine. But when they're out and about, it's just like, wow, I cannot actually see these characters and...
4: Yeah, opacity was definitely weird I had to also pulled screenshots for that I totally forgot that I was like now that I think about it like my confirmation bias is saying that like I did have trouble finding yeah. the screenshots from mm-hmm. the first episode to use for the antibytes <laughs> articles so, like, oh like, yes antibytes huh. yeah but even
3: actually yeah even me because I I do the I do the social posts on our Facebook and yeah it's it's like it's always like I purposefully only take screenshots mm-hmm. of like the bright. So I think
2: we're all in in Um, agreement that, like, most of the production aspects are still really good quality. And in many ways, I I don't think the direction Mm -hmm. is bad either. But kind of drawing on sound and visuals and direction, even tone again, I'm curious what everyone thinks, or I guess the three or four of us that have actually been watching think of the OP and the ED. Is it not a mm. banger like season one? Uh, I I like the opening. It's it's not season one's level of banger because it's not world jam world is. jams. Yeah, yeah. It's not jam, <laughs> not over. I've I've seen yeah. the
0: opening ending already, but I mean, I like them both. I think I'm just spo- I'm, I'm I'm in a conf- I'm in a bias because we've been spoiled with so many good ops that's and EDs true. <laughs> so. At the time and when it was just a promise, Everland, I loved it. But then again, that might have just been because that was the only. Oh my god, this was great! But yeah, it's still but good. The opening's grown on me. Good.
2: It's got that like catchy earworm kind of quality, and I think that makes sense because the <laughs> OP seems really honest to the tonal shift in that it suddenly just feels like a shonen action anime, and it's got like
3: yeah, exactly, and yeah, like, it's be got, got that kind like the visual like direction stuff up exactly there, and
2: even the song, it's almost more like generic kind of rock song and in that sense Uberworld's opening for the first season wasn't like a perfect
4: match but it was bold it was fire that's what it was it was bold my, my hot take it was it's Baya. a fun song I cannot listen to a full version I think I think a full non-TV sized version is like oh of this current OP like I think it's it of, uh, of no of Olvenworld of Olvenworld wait the first uh, season uh, is so good Touch off, I can't, I can't, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Wolverine World* because of, Arslan also has just, like, a really nonsense OP to, like, that's absolutely nothing involved uh, with, like, the actual show. Um, I actually... It's really, like, it's one of those show, like it's been a a while. songs I, like, I ironically listen. think it's fun, but it's just, like, I don't think it's that You, good. you listen for the fun meme bit, and you're like, okay, moving on.
3: Oh no! no, no, no oh, oh wait, wait, wait! But the first opening theme song, like in the first season, was filled with like foreshadowing of what was gonna happen. Yeah,
1: later, but we don't like speak Japanese.
3: Stuff.
4: Exactly. That's we my. Speak, that's my. Uh, solving, sub, yeah. and, <laughs> you know.
3: I, I think
2: some services will actually sub. I think Funimation more often than the others will subtitle the lyrics. I love it when songs. they do that. And they, I think they've been doing the, that uh, with this. <laughs> oh, with the, the songs, yeah. Opening. Um. I got, I got to praise Uverworld more though because one of my hot takes and like my first encounter <laughs> with Uverworld was when they did the third the third opening to My Hero Academia no 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 fourth I'm sorry uh,
1: one of the openings uh, it
2: was either like the fourth or the fifth opening but it, yeah it was season three the first opening a lot of people didn't like it and I was like I really like it I like I I don't think the visuals are off from the song and anyway. Odd Futures, I like Future. Though I will yeah, say that yeah, 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 yeah. is yeah, one Future. of the, the biggest three, examples of a full version of an OP just <laughs> being so different from the TV size. Mm-hmm. It was, I'm, I'm that's okay true. with that. it. Was. I think it's cool. They did do identity. that there.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the opening eventually grew yeah. on to people. But with that thought, that's my curiosity um, as we kind of toned down about The Promise Never Land. It this is still a moving yeah. ship, like it's still ongoing, and we may get a sucker surprise that we're all of a sudden really into it. I know it's definitely going down the ranks on mm-hmm. Mal and both anime trending right now, but I'm because the writer is involved, the manga writer is involved, and CloverWorks has given us some pretty awesome stuff mm-hmm. lately. They right now they're also working on uh, Wonder Egg Priority and Hordemia, so those two have been. Fantastic. Hormia, that's a different discussion in terms of manga anime adaptation, but Wonder Egg came out of nowhere as an original. So I do personally have faith, at least in the broader community, feeling that they may be able to pull this around. And nowadays, it seemed, and I think I like that because they seem to not fall into the trap that a lot of anime in the past where they need to do something by the second or third episode to keep mm. you on. They now seem, it seems to differentiate um, for Wonder Egg. The first episode already like wow that was great, Um, for SK Infinity which is another one I'm watching original it was around the third episode too that second third good second second episode to reinforce things and then the third episode to kick it off, Um, so we'll see for the Promise Neverland personally and I will be watching it soon just eventually I'm I'm drowning in I'm hoping that they
1: I'm hoping they successfully (laughs) bamboozle everyone because that would make like the end of the show that much more amazing. Because it's not just, like, good to better. It was everybody thought it was bad, and then it was amazing. And so that that change will be even
2: cooler. That's the thing is... Right.
3: That actually would work out well, because in story writing, while while obviously it's always better to have a good beginning and a good ending, people are much more willing to forgive a bad beginning than they are willing to
1: forgive a bad
3: ending. And so it's like... So it's like, even if this second season starts off really, really rough like it is right now, if it does bamboozle back, you know, I though, I, people I will I think absolutely there's it, an interesting so. like
2: survivorship bias. Might not be the right term, but no, I think it is. I think it is for the whole good, <laughs> good, good it beginning works in the context and bad of the story. Ending <laughs> because, okay. The only ones who can tell you that something had a good beginning and a bad ending are those that finished it and stuck around to finish it because it had a good beginning. Yep. But if something had a bad mm. beginning and a good ending, a lot of people just didn't stick around after the beginning and are never going to know how good it turned out.
0: Mm. We'll see. It, we're deaf. that yeah. does sometimes I'm not, one's not saying like that enough. that makes Nowadays. it worse
2: for a show. I'm just saying like we run that risk and so that whole concept of mm-hmm. like, oh good ending's better than a bad beginning, it's like yeah, according to the people that got to the end which only is going to happen
4: if they like the beginning it, enough it, the most noticeable effect is like if a show has a really bad ending you're going to see it kind of get completely wiped from the public's feet, like consciousness like I think the, only, the biggest True. example I <laughs> yeah. saw was like uh, Game of Thrones is like for American mm-hmm. television where it just yeah. I, I can't even yeah. go back and re-watch the seasons I love and I love the books because that's that last season is so unforgivably bad um that like we like we as a society have just collectively forgot that this show existed
3: <laughs> no no i agree i agree and it's like at least um, in western I
0: society mean, american society for sure. yeah
3: it's It's like uh, to be fair, it is easier for me to say the whole uh, bad beginning versus like good ending thing because I am someone who even if I despise where the show is going (laughs) at the beginning, will still hold on till the very end. (laughs) And so, um, but it's just like yeah, you're right. Like some people just drop it, and like you know, we don't we don't get the more critical people's Mm -hmm. opinions and stuff like that. But I mean. You know, the mangaka is overseeing this. So, and, you know, the mangaka claims that this is, like, them trying to fix things. But I do want to point out, so did the second season of Tokyo Gold. The second season of Tokyo Gold, a lot of people didn't like it. And that was also, like, the changes and everything was overseen by the mangaka and everyone. Oh, dear. Just really, really, really did not like the second season. So, we do also run the risk that even if it's the mangaka saying they wanted to, like, fix certain things that they weren't happy about, it might actually be the opposite of, like, what that's... people want. So <laughs> People are already, people see. that are upset about it are
1: comparing <laughs> it to Route A. So, I really hope that that's,
2: oh, dear. Oh, Route A, yep. And, and, and A, I, yep, I really do thing. hope I Promise Novel <laughs> gets better. Like, the only thing we know with more certainty over time is that, we don't know where it's going because they're just deviating more. And so, you know, I want everyone to give it a chance (laughs) and I hope it gets better. I know we'll stick around to the end. But it it is interesting, especially in our brutally fast-paced and present-focused anime worlds where everyone's watching what's airing and it's what's hot and trending and relevant Mm -hmm. right now. I think I I look back to examples like Darling in the Franks a few years ago everyone was so into it when it started and through most of it and then at the end everyone's like what happened it dropped the ball it sucked at the end but that was still really (laughs) talked about for two seasons and remained popular as a result whereas so many shows were slept on and then like halfway through or near the end of a season any any season just name one you can come up with a show where the select few people who watched it were like you guys, this thing turned out so good. Everybody needs to watch this thing, it's so good. But nobody did because that ship has sailed.
4: Uh, not that you mentioned that, so like I, I don't want to go too much into the subject because of time constraints, but I think the most telling thing with Darling mm-hmm. and the Franks was when we went to the trigger live drawing at anime expo. Because like during that show people were asking questions about Darling and the Franks, because like the last episode was like about to air like two or three days Wait, like really? later. And it was, it was like, around that time when when it was, like, the last episodes were coming out. And, like, the main thing I remember from the Twitter, from that Trigger panel, was that the writers, some of the writers were there, some of the main guys, like Sushio and those guys. And, like, one of them was, like, okay, first of all, Darling in the Franks is an A1 yeah, fiction yeah. show. <laughs> it's not a Trigger yeah. show. And that made me go, like what because they're trying to like yeah, disassociate yeah, yeah. themselves from the show like while they're drawing yeah. the character and i'm just like something is not right here yeah.
0: it was weird it was weird I don't, was know. I don't know weird. they
4: probably knew what we were thinking we can
0: definitely talk more about that another time but um the funny thing with the franks is actually reaching a surge again so who knows that's what i'm saying nowadays with the internet a lot of shows do have the chance to just come out again out of nowhere. the Franks being one of them. Ironically, thanks really? to TikTok, actually. You You're look kidding. at the Google Trends. Darling, I'm not. I'm not kidding. You look at the Google Trends. More people are talking about the Franks and searching it than I don't was go on TikTok aired, If not, cool. <laughs> TikTok scares me. <laughs> you don't need to go on TikTok, but you can see the Google Trends, which I'll probably do a, a, a an, an article if I remember. But either way, um, <laughs> that's. I think that's the the most we can dive into for The Promised Neverland now. We can only hope and speculate. Uh, We hope for the best, but obviously we will never know. Uh, We could be eating our words in six weeks. Or we could be like, heck yes! Delicious words. sorry, what was that? Mine tastes like peppermint. Delicious words. Mm. Delicious. Yum, yum, yum. Human. Mine tastes like apple soda because Uh, I'm drinking apple soda.
2: That is the plot of The Promised Neverland. Someone save me from... Will we reach the promise
0: joke. of our land? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mehdi. <laughs> and please remember to submit your complaints to at konochio. But nonetheless, thank you for joining us. Uh, what do you think about this new format? It's definitely a bit more free flow. It's us getting to talk outside our usual professional lifestyle. You've probably seen our articles and our social media. Um, what do you all think of the promise land so far? Do actually let us know in the comments on Facebook, Twitter, and of course, our Discord at discord.gg slash anytrends. We do have a podcast channel there, as well as the question corner in which you can submit questions, and we will hopefully answer them if we haven't already. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do also consider supporting us on Patreon, as well as wherever you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Playlist, Add Us, Favorite Us, and uh yeah, for both of those sites it is Annie Trends with the Z, A-N-I-T-R-E-N-D-Z. Nonetheless, thank you for all for listening and we hope to see you all next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.